You're listening to episode 41 and a half. Welcome to the Powerhouse Podcast. My name is Megan Swanson, former Miss Nebraska turned entrepreneur and expert pageant interview coach. And each week right here, we bring you a motivating conversation to help you discover just how to unlock the winner within you. Get ready for expert pageant interview secrets, life coaching strategies, and tons of personal development. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Now, let the podcast begin. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, welcome to episode 41 and a half, like I said. So um, Apple has a bit of a disconnect with, sometimes they have some glitches with um, their podcast episodes. And for some reason, they skipped number 38 when we were recording. And then when I went back to record um, 41, as if we were just skipping 38 because we couldn't find it, then it decided to post episode number 41 as episode 38. So if you guys are wondering why it was a little bit wonky um, with that, that is why. So I apologize for that. And that's why this is episode 41 and a half, because we can do whatever we want to do around here. And we will see if it fixes itself. Um, it also skipped, I want to say like one earlier, maybe like 10 or 15 podcasts ago that um, never ended up showing up again. So <laughs> that's fun. We may never have an episode 42, or maybe this one will post as 42. I have to go see when I upload this thing later. So, but regardless, welcome to the podcast. I'm super excited to share with you guys what I kind of um, did a teaser of yesterday. And I have a bunch of notes in front of me. So if you guys hear me flipping pages or um, clicking a little bit, it's because I'm scrolling through my notes this week. I have them up on my laptop and then I have my Bible right in front of me. Um, so what this podcast is about this week that I'm really excited to share about is I had the opportunity to fly to Lynchburg, Virginia to, um, go to Liberty university over the weekend for a Christian influencers conference. And it was something that they reached out to me only about three and a half weeks ago already. And, uh, they, they paid for my whole trip, um, flight food, everything. And I got to meet some of the most incredible people I've ever met in my entire life. And as a solo entrepreneur, um, it can get kind of lonely sometimes. It can get kind of just weird. It's a weird journey because you either connect yourself with typically a bunch of people online um, that you've met over the years, whether they're your mentors or whether they're people who also own solo businesses um, and specifically being in quite the niche myself. You know, I'm not just like a sales coach or a business coach, but specifically working in um, pageantry. Uh, it can be kind of a, a weird road sometimes to have peers around you that are um, can provide stimulating conversation around the things that I'm particularly interested in. And so this weekend um, the, in Lynchburg, Liberty University opened a brand new center called the Falkirk Center, which is half um, of the name of Jerry Falwell Jr., who's the president of the university, and then half of Charlie Kirk, who is a young maverick um, in politics, who is amazing. And together we are creating a space for Christian influencers to talk about their faith and to also be able to share about politics in a really inspiring way um, to kind of take back the conversation for 2020. So a lot of us who went to this conference, um, we knew very vaguely kind of what it was about, but I don't think that any of us knew to the extent of how much it would really impact us. And so I wanted to share um, a few just little gleanings from this weekend because I ended up um, getting to talk with so many incredible influencers. And honestly, you guys, I was probably like one of the least influential people there. At least I felt that way because we had former Miss USA's there. We had former people who were on The Bachelor multiple times. 
We had um, people who have had several videos go viral. I mean, Charlie Kirk himself has like 606,000 followers on Instagram. And so I felt very, very honored just to be in the presence of some of these incredible men and women ranging from age like 20 all the way to 50. And it was just incredible because I had the opportunity to be around other influencers who have made their living online, but also who stand for Christian principles, which as all of you guys know, is something that I'm very passionate about. So going from my goodness, like a plane ride, not knowing anybody, not knowing who I was going to meet, who was going to be there, which is a bit scary, right? But just knowing that they were going to take care of us to leaving with several friends that I know will be my friends for hopefully a lifetime was something um, very, very special. And I want to just chat with you guys um, about a few of the reasons why those people are incredible. So like I said yesterday, we're gonna, I, I teased you guys a little bit um, about what I was going to talk about, but I really want to talk about the core value um, or I guess core personality attribute of confidence. Because if there's one thing that I would say that every single person had that was there this weekend, no matter that we were all in completely different industries, some of us like myself are not outwardly very politically um, one-sided or another, right? At least publicly. And yet all of us had um, our Christian faith in common, but also um, I would definitely say that if we were to boil down the personality attributes of every person there, I would 100% say that those people all carried the core conviction of confidence. And that is something that I would say all my clients, whether they're a pageant client or a business client or just a mentee of mine, um, they really struggle with. They really struggle with comparison, men and women, or they just struggle with, man, what's special about me? What is unique about me? Why would I ever make a difference in this world? Or, well, what I get a lot is, well, this person, these things that I'm comparing myself to about them are facts. So they're facts, so I have the right to compare myself. And I'm like, no, actually you don't, because what you're doing is you're, you're playing the wrong game, right? Like you're, you're throwing the wrong cards. This is just, you're, you're entering things into the game that should never even be a part of the game in the first place. And so I really want to empower you guys in that today. Um, I shared a little bit yesterday, a quote, and also that I was reading, um, an incredible book called women of influence, which are two of my now friends who wrote the book. Um, one is from South Africa, her name's, um, Philippa. And then Katie, which are just two incredible women who both will be coming on the podcast very soon, which is super exciting. Um, but as I was meeting all these people this weekend, um, several of them had written books. Several of them are people that you would know online. Several people are just so incredibly influential. And sometimes in those situations, I love to just take a step back and be a bit more of the quiet one because I don't always have to be the one who's the one offering everything. And that's completely okay with me, right? I love being able to take a backseat and just learn from people who have mastered their craft. You know, there's people from all different industries. And ironically, there were like five pageant girls there because mm, hashtag we're amazing. Right. But all, even all of us pageant girls, we had real estate agents and people who were authors and people who were involved heavily in politics and people who previously did pageants. And it was just so cool to see how this core conviction of Christianity, but also confidence really brought us together. And just with that alone, and then like the entrepreneurial spirit of really, I would say having an abundance mindset, believing that there's room at the top for everyone and that everybody can be successful with what God's called them to do. It's amazing how that alone, you guys, um, enabled all of us to pretty much have a, a really awesome discussion and a conversation with literally anyone in that room. And I think that that's a common misconception that we even compare ourselves to a lot 
or we say, oh, well, I don't, I don't, I'm not like a super authority in my field, or I haven't accomplished this, or I'm too young, or I'm too short, or I'm too this. And so who would really listen to me? But it was so funny almost to watch and also really cool to watch because who I would say are the, the, were the most influential people in the room were actually some of the most humble people and the biggest connectors out of the entire group. Like the people who could have walked in and been boastful and prideful and a little bit arrogant because they knew that they had the most followers were actually the people who were engaging with others the most. For example, the young man who was on The Bachelor, who you guys would all know if I mentioned his name, um, he was just going all around and asking people where they're from and asking everybody what they do and was genuinely interested in building those connections with everybody. Another gentleman um, who happens to be an African-American who had a video go viral before the last election um, for his particular stance on the Trump campaign, which was unusual for um, his background. And you guys can go look him up. He's amazing. His name's David Harris Jr. A little shout out. Um, but he has, I mean, over 200,000 followers. And he, I just remember he shared his story with us and he was going around and just made, made sure that he made it a point to follow everyone on Instagram and was so kind and you know, ask us about our background. And he and I got to have a really cool conversation when we were both crying in like five minutes and it was just awesome. And Jesus was all over it. Um, but I, I want to just kind of pull back the curtain and share that for you guys a little bit, because I know that you guys don't always get to be in front of those environments, but I even felt very blessed. Um, even though, I, you know, I'm a successful business owner, I've built a brand on my own. I have so many aspirations of where I want to get to and God's starting to really open those doors, which is amazing. Um, but I just wanted to, to share with you guys that with confidence, if that's ever been a blockade in your mind that you've thought that, um, in order to be confident that you had to be arrogant, I just want to break that lie for you guys, because these people this weekend were incredible examples of people who were just like, hi, I'm, I'm just a person. I've been consistent, right? I believed in myself. I surrounded myself with good content and good people that brought me to that next level. And that's helped me get to where I am today. And so today. I just wanted to share with you guys, and like I said, pull back the curtain. Um, let's see, how many things did I write down? One, two, three, four, five major points today um, of how you guys can start walking in your confidence. And I know that I also shared with you um, that I was reading Psalm 18 in the Passion Translation, which actually Katie, who is one of the people who wrote that awesome devotional I posted yesterday, she is personally mentored by the um, the people who actually wrote the Passion Translation, which I think is so cool. So if you haven't gotten a hold of it, it's free on the Bible app on version. It's TPT is like the abbreviation. So um, it's different than the Message Bible. I get that question a lot. And it'll really help you understand they only have the New Testament and then Proverbs, Psalms. I believe you might be able to get like the other wisdom books, Ecclesiastes and Song of Solomon. But someone can fact check me on that. I'm not 100% sure about that yet. But I have my um, Bible in front of me for those of you guys who are watching the video of this. And uh, I might read a little bit of it, but we'll see where we go. Otherwise, I posted some of it on my Instagram yesterday and y'all can go ahead and look at that con content or just go read it yourself, boo, because it, it's going to bless you. Okay. So um, let's start with this. So this is all about confidence today. Cool. I'm going to first start off by just reading some quotes that I think will break some old mindsets that you guys might be harboring within yourselves. Um, because again, I think we become so trained in a sense through Instagram, social media, all these different things. And, uh, by the way, I ha I was really, really against Instagram changing their policy on likes, but now, um, it's kind of been like a reality check for me where it's been kind of cool, honestly, to just even the playing field a little bit 
So um, we'll have more of a discussion on that later, I'm sure. But it's been quite interesting, actually, even for me to catch myself of like, oh, I thought I didn't care about likes because I don't have any any of my notifications on. But um, you almost find that you are looking at your individual likes more just because of curiosity of the fact that you can't see it. So if you guys have any thoughts on that, feel free to DM me on Instagram. Um, I'd love to, to hear your thoughts on that. But I want to just break some old beliefs first of what um, confidence looks like, what, what it means to be a confident leader, because I think a lot of times we meditate on all the things that disqualify us. And I want to help you guys requalify yourselves to where I want to show you that you can be confident today. You can be confident right now. There's nothing that you need to change. There's nothing that you need to achieve um, because who you are is more than enough. And you can accept that and start walking in it right now. Okay. So number one, okay. Leaders don't depend on the weather. They bring the sunshine with them. So I absolutely love that quote. I think that's pretty self-explanatory. If you guys are to close your eyes right now and think of the person that you love listening to the most, (laughs) maybe it's me on this podcast. No, I'm just kidding. But the person that you love listening to the most, um, the person that you love watching the most, your favorite actor that you just see every movie that they're in because you just love them and they just radiate this confidence that you're like, oh my gosh, I want to be you, right? That's how I felt when I saw the movie Wonder Woman. I wanted to be Gal Gadot and I was like, oh my gosh, one day I will star in a movie where I am some BA boss lady who gets to like kick the crap out of people and wear all leather because, okay, that is a calling on my life because I want to wear all leather and look hot because God made me six foot for a reason with these legs. Okay. Yeah. That is not, not Christian of me. I want to be an awesome superhero who doesn't. Okay. So, um, but think about that person that you super duper look up to. And I want you to ask yourselves why, do they radiate such confidence? Why do I like them? Why do I want to listen to them? Why do I want to watch them all the time? Okay. And what's funny, and we just learned this in our mastermind, even last weekend when I had my girls, um, be the judge for some of the other contestants, the things that they are always criticizing themselves for, excuse me, honey on the things that they're always criticizing themselves for are not actually the things that they're noticing when you put yourself in the judgment seat, um, in the driver's seat, maybe is a different way to put that when you're actually looking at the core competencies of other people and why you like them, you guys, it's not for the things that you're actually harassing yourself for in your own mind. They're actually things that are totally controllable and totally fixable. For example, um, sharing their stories, being vulnerable, like laughing at themselves, being willing to self-deprecate because they're secure in who they are, right? All those things are things that you guys can do. They're not, oh, you need to be this hair color, this eye color. You need to come from this family. You need to make this much money not actually it at all. So leaders don't depend on the weather. They bring the sunshine with them. You guys can bring that with you right now. You guys can start today. I love this next quote. It says, magnetism is one part inherent and two parts developed. Boom, right? That totally squashes the argument of, well, I'm an introvert, so I can't do this. Or why well, this personality type, so I can't do this. You know what? Yeah, maybe you're not called to be the CEO of a company, but you can be the best dang administrative assistant there ever could be, or social media manager, or maybe you're incredible with administration, not like me, because I'm terrible at that, right? It takes me three times as much effort just to do my expense report every single month, or I could get an accountant to do it who loves it, right? Like, and that's their thing, and they love crunching numbers and making all these things work, okay? But the most important thing to know is that being magnetic looks like a million different things, but it starts with like being super comfortable and what you bring to the table, defining what you bring to the table and being willing to not discount that, but being willing to say, Hey, this is what I bring to the table. And this is super different than what they bring to the table, but I'm going to choose to love it. I, I do love it. I'm going to walk in it. And guess what? I'm going to be the best dang accountant there ever has been. 
I'm going to be the best dang floor sweeper that there ever has been. And I'm going to carry a positive attitude and I'm going to be thankful for my job. And I'm going to believe God to reveal next steps. Okay. I remember having um, a janitor in it was either middle school or high school and everybody would just huddle around them and want to talk to them all the time. I also remember having a different janitor that had the worst attitude that scared the crap out of me and I never wanted to be around. Right. Both of those people were janitors, but at the end of the day, the attitude that they carried, the, the confidence that they carried either repelled people or attracted people. And it had absolutely nothing to do with the fact that they were a janitor. Okay. So don't discount yourself. Don't say, Oh, well, I'm not this and I'm not this. So I can't be this. Yeah. You know what? Some people might be born with a little bit more charisma, but it's two parts learned behavior. It's two parts developed behavior and only one part actually inherent. Okay. And the people that I met this weekend absolutely proved that. So what was really cool about this weekend is I got to hear so many of these individual stories and you guys, everybody has a story and they all look different, but our stories, they shape our passions, they fuel our potential and they shape our purpose. So, um, you know, so much of who we are as people today and as leaders is fueled from the pain that we've been through, just being completely honest. What I think is so funny is that we beat ourselves up so often about not being confident, but then the people that we look to that are confident are people who have walked through even harder situations than probably we have and have come out along the other side of it. But originally we're broken people probably five years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, and have absolutely walked through things that we're currently walking through now. But for some reason, we discount ourselves and say, well, because I went through that, I could never be confident. I could never be accepted. Nobody could ever love me like people love this person, which is absolutely ridiculous. It's the scars in our life that provide oftentimes the platform for the foundation of everything else is in our life, right? It provides like the groundwork for what you end up caring about. It provides the groundwork for what you end up speaking on a stage about or why you so passionately want to work your way up in your company so that you can have the influence to be able to speak into people's lives or maybe people beneath you, which used to be you 10 years ago, right? Maybe you want to be the director of a boys and girls club because you grew up in a boys and girls club and you didn't have a ton of family that was there to support you. And it was only boys and girls club that provided you uh, an outlet to not join other social circles that could have gotten you killed, right? Like, of course, because of your story, because of that awful time that you walked through, that's why you're like, darn, if I do, I am absolutely positively going to get to the top so I can influence other kids and save other lives. You guys, don't discount yourself or say that you can't be confident because of what you've been through. I understand that, right? We've all had moments where it just feels like we are in the doghouse. But remember that God can take anyone from the prison to the palace or the palace to the prison in the blink of an eye. That's what happened to Joseph. It's what happened to David. It's what happened to so many different people in the Bible. Solomon, right, went from palace to prison when he allowed Delilah to, to cut his hair and told her his secret, right? And that's all, I'll put some of these things together. It's why the people that we surround ourselves are so with are so incredibly important because you can't trust everybody. Um, but we'll put all these things kind of together in a second. Okay. So here's a couple other things about confidence. I think is just hilarious. So confidence, confidence doesn't come from perfection or good looks or being the, better than somebody. It doesn't, you might think that it does, but it doesn't. Confidence comes from knowing that your worth cannot be taken away from you unless you give it away. I'm going to say that again. Confidence comes from knowing that your word cannot, your worth cannot be taken away from you unless you give it away. And knowing that your worth resides in the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the God of the universe, who took time to carefully craft the courageous plan of destiny that is supposed to take up careful real estate here on earth, your destiny, your plan, 
all the things that you've been through doesn't change, does not change God's plan for your life. Okay. He still has a masterly, uh, masterfully crafted plan that he, you know, Jesus was a carpenter. So this makes sense that he spent time saying, okay, with her gifts, his gifts, their personality, their family, what I know they're going to walk through, the choices I know that they're going to make, where they're going to go to college, how this is going to knock them down, how I was there for them through this. And then they still made this decision, but that's okay. Okay. Come on, come on, honey, get back up, brush those knees off. You can do it. God is our advocate. It says that he's our, our high priest. He's, he's our mediator. He's our advocate. He's our comforter. All these things where, where God is literally like your biggest cheerleader, just cheering you on in every moment, wanting to help you get to that next level, despite knowing all the things that we will willfully put ourselves through. He's still the king of kings and the person who's like, I still got you. Come on, get back up one more time. Okay. Weave to the right. Weave to the left. Okay. There's a punch coming. Go this way, go this way, but we don't always listen. Right. And so the core of our confidence, you guys comes from knowing where our foundation is, knowing that our foundation is not going to be put in something that is wishy-washy, that is wobbly. That is something that's going to be here today and gone tomorrow. I see it all the time, you guys. And I swear in 2019, almost all my clients got out of relationships because they were with a guy who just didn't support them. And that's why I bring on incredible women. I was just talking with one today um, from South Africa who's going to be coming on. And um, she has walked through some incredible things in life. And she has a husband who is also very, 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 very influential. And they are just a power couple. They have their own dreams. They, she's a filmmaker. She's a film writer. You guys are going to love her. Um, and she's got a super cool accent. Um, her husband has a super cool accent. She's actually from Nashville, which is amazing because obviously I lived there forever. But um, just even that dynamic of, of helping you guys see if you're bringing on women who have husbands who support them, who have families who support them, who have friends who support them because they've chosen to eliminate people in their lives that aren't a part of that end goal, right? Because their their dreams and goals are so clear and that's what helps them become confident. Um, and so here's a couple of things more with that that I think will really bless you. So confidence is equally not being moved by criticisms nor congratulations. When I read that, I was like, oh my gosh, that is such a good check. Seriously. Confidence is equally not being moved by criticisms nor congratulations. Like I want you guys to imagine that for a second. What would your life look like what would your self-talk look like? What would your things that you're pursuing look like if you were equally not moved by criticisms nor congratulations? If you were so sure in who God's called you to be that somebody could literally like call you the scum of the earth and you're like, and your heart was actually able to have enough core confidence and love in your heart, right? Which love produces a ton of the confidence in our heart because we know that we're loved by the father. We can trust him all this stuff, right? So, but you are so sure in your identity that that person basically slapped you in the face, right? You're supposed to turn the other cheek, but you have the ability to do that because your heart immediately goes, Oh man, like what they must be going through. Because if you really knew me, you like me, right? That's a core conviction of my life that I have had to adopt because I didn't always like myself. I didn't always think that I had something to offer. I walked through an eating disorder and a really bad relationship um, where some negative things were spoken over me constantly. And just my own words speaking over me constantly too. We all walk through those things in life. And, um, but I remember the, the moment, or I guess not really a moment, but just a series of decisions every single day to put one foot in front of another and take my thoughts captive and consecrate my mind and get in alignment with what Jesus says about me that no matter the hell that I've walked through you guys, we are standing here today. And now I'm in a position where 2020 is going to be the best year in the entire world 
because I finally realized and I made up my mind and I had resolved, you guys, that no one else was going to determine my future except for me and what God says about me. That's it. You guys, I have lived a life of turmoil where you allow all these people to speak into your life that might even have good, you know, good interest at heart, but don't get close enough to you to really know your heart and really know your intentions and really care about your dreams and invest in those things and tell you that you can do whatever you put your mind to and want to be a part of that journey. And not everybody can be a part of that journey. But my point in all this is you have to get to a place, true leaders, true confident people, you guys get to a place where even the congratulations don't move you. They don't puff you up. They don't make you conceited. They don't make you all Mr. Bravado, but also the criticisms. They, you guys, what would it be like if you were so confident in yourself, which you can be, that even the criticisms were just like, man, what they must be going through, right? What a beautiful position to be in. Like, imagine yourself, imagine, like, I encourage you pause this right now and spend 30 seconds, even just thinking about like, wow, who do I know that probably operates that way? What would this even look like? You know, but how powerful of a thought that is. I want you guys to get this like, ah, seriously, like that is so freaking powerful. If you were to think about, you could literally walk up to me and tell me that I'm the scum of the earth or that you want me dead or that you're going to punch me in the face if I don't blah, 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 blah. Right. If I had so much love and so much confidence in my heart and trust in my God that he was going to make a way where there was no way that he was going to protect me, love me, strengthen me, and that my worth, my identity didn't change no matter what anybody said to me, did to me, looked at me a weird way, ignored me. I had a situation yesterday where I was like nice to somebody and, and asked them, uh, <laughs> asked them a very simple question and they just like blew me off and ignored me and it like, it totally could have rubbed me the wrong way. And it was just a simple question. And I was just like, hmm. and like five people around me noticed, didn't make a scene, you know, whatever, but it doesn't matter. You guys, that's not the point. It's just like, when you're so free from what, it, when the Bible says, what can man do to me? Right? I think it's in Romans eight in the latter half where it says, if God is for me, who can be against me? And then it says all these things, da, 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 da. what can man do to me? Like, it's so freeing you guys, when you get to this place where you're like, what can man do to me? Mm, that could happen. What can man do to me? I have a lot of clients, specifically if you're a six on the Enneagram or a two, who worry a lot. You just worry, 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 worry. And oftentimes you've had trauma in your life or something has happened or someone really close to you has left you or broken up with you. Like, I get it, right? Like stuff happens for sure. Um, but I want to encourage you and challenge you today to get to that place where you can say, what can man do to me? Cool. I get second runner up. Again, what can man do to me? Uh, this person says something mean to me. This person posts a rude comment on my Instagram. Cool. Cool. What if that didn't move you? Delete. Block. Mm, you are not going to speak into my future in the future. Okay, great. You don't have my best interest at heart. So how much should I care about your comment? Zero. Okay, moving on. Okay, great. Thank you for that negative word against me. Now you just confirm that you shouldn't be in my life. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thanks for letting me know. Right. But instead what we do is we put all this focus on these people that should have absolutely no right to speak into our life whatsoever. And then we allow their words to pace over and over and back and forth and back and forth and back and forth in our minds. And then we are just distraught two hours later. No, 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 no. The enemy using somebody to come against you. Congratulations. You're a leader. You're doing something with your life. You're taking steps forward. And you don't need to accept that. That's no reflection of you as a person. 
Um, we'll talk about that in a second because it is important to be transparent and to think through things and say, okay, God, like, was this my fault? Did I have a part to play in this? What was my part to play? Okay, great. I can make a simple adjustment, move on. Right. But if somebody's assassinating your character and telling you that you need to basically burn in hell for who you are and change everything about who you are, like, absolutely not. That is <laughs> messenger of Satan sent to buffet you. Like it says with Paul's thorn, right? You're like, yo, mm-mm, honey, boo, boo, goodbye forever. You actually will hold no place in my life. You don't need, like, you don't need to be rude about it, but like ignoring, blocking, deleting, what do the kids call it now? Canceling someone from your life in that respect is completely okay. Because if they're not adding to your mental health, they're not adding to your life. Um, next week on the episode of the podcast, Allie and I talk about that. My intern and I, we talk about that a lot of just setting those boundaries in your life is so incredibly important, but you don't have to accept all this stuff. You guys, your resolve for your identity and your core confidence does not have to change based off anything else around you. Okay. So a couple things. So like I said, just to repeat, confidence is equally not being moved by criticisms nor congratulations. Confident people can accept praise without getting conceited. Confident people can accept criticism without doubting one's worth. Confident people know what's true about them so they don't mind hearing it, right? Quit rejecting compliments, especially my twos out there and sixes and nines. Um, confident people can listen to criticism without getting defensive or taking offense. That's more of my bit. Like I I'm a challenger. So immediately my walls go up because I'm not a very, like I'm a vulnerable person about <laughs> what I want to be vulnerable about. Right. But I'm not a very vulnerable person sometimes when it comes to emotions that haven't been fully processed yet because I'm naturally a thinker and I naturally wear my heart on my sleeve. Um, as opposed to people who are a bit more, uh, can process emotions super quickly because they're emotional people and it takes them longer to kind of gather their thoughts. Like for me, when I'm having an emotion, I'm like, okay, here are my thoughts about it here's this, here's this, here's this. Let's move on. Don't want to have this feeling anymore. Right. And that's my seven wing of like negative emotion is evil. Um, but not everybody's wired that way. Right. And so for me, naturally, um, I've learned, I used to be horrible at this, but I've learned how to accept compliments because I now believe that about myself. I remember in high school, I was a mess. You guys, I couldn't even walk up to people and introduce myself. I was so scared. I was scared of boys till I was 21 like a cute boy from the basketball team in college would walk by me and I would like freak out. Cause I like forgot English as my first language. Like that's how weird I was. And then, so thanks for Miss Nebraska and pageants because they will change your life and your confidence. Thank you, Jesus. Um, but anyways, so that's, that was the old Megan. And so now I'm just constantly working on, um, the ability to take criticism, but also like from people who deserve to give me criticism, right? Like if you have a history with somebody who has been severely negative in your life, um, probably not the best person to give you constructive feedback or guess what? Set some boundaries and make sure that you're not alone in a room with them to only receive con constructive feedback from somebody who's previously really hurt you. Like even if that's a parent, even if that's somebody who's a coach, like set some boundaries for your life because your mental and emotional health is so much more important than you being dead on the inside because somebody is abusing their power to speak negatively in the, into your life because they need an ego trip. Um, that's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> so um, in the end, here are, here are five steps that you guys can take to become instantly more confident. And you guys will see that we've already kind of weaved these through this episode, but I'm fired up. Can you tell? I'm fired up because I care about this. And I am so sick and tired of seeing so many of my clients walk through life that they have so much to offer. You guys are beautiful. You guys are talented. You're intelligent. You have these platforms, like you can speak in front of people and then you go home and you beat yourself up in your own head. And I'm tired of it, yo. Like we're done with this. Okay. 
So number one, the thing that you need to know to be confident is that you can trust yourself. Bing, bing, bing. After the things that I've been through in my life, you guys, it took me almost a year um, to build up my confidence in myself again, even though you would probably never think that about me. Um, and, and that's just kind of a reality check too. The, the person that you're comparing yourself to the people in your life that you're comparing yourself to, you guys, everybody has moments where they are just like not confident and they are being beat down in their own heads, which is why I talk about mental health and why I talk about thought life so much and why the Bible talks so much about thought life, you guys, is because it's so important. And if you don't tap in to your power and you don't tap into the foundation of God's word for you, um, God wants to be this, the source of rescue for you, even in your own head. And, um, but I want you guys to know that you can, you can trust yourself. You can trust God. Like you really can. So here are a couple things. Um, I promised you guys on Instagram that I would share a little bit of this. So I'm going to be true to my word, but just read this. Okay. So this is from King David who literally killed a man so that he could sleep with his wife. Okay. was a king who, or first of all, slayed Goliath when he was a shepherd boy. They literally describe him as like a little hippie, little redhead. Like I imagine a little guy in skinny jeans, like every guy that I went to Belmont with, who was like five, seven and like three pounds. Love it. Um, playing this little harp, right? <laughs> like literally a little Belmont boy um, who goes and slays a giant, becomes king, right? So prison to palace, like we talked about. And then in a moment is so full of shame because he literally killed somebody so he could sleep with his wife, lied about it. And then God, what? Still has mercy for him because he cries out for realignment with the father. And this is before even the law of grace, right? This is the law of the law back then in the Old Testament. So I want to set that scene because um, it says that he had just, the Lord had just rescued David from all his many enemies, including from the brutality of Saul, who literally was like going around trying to kill David at every moment. And David was having to hide and move and do all these different things. So like, even after David was an idiot, okay. And did all these horrible, sinful things worse than probably what you've done. Okay. <laughs> That'll preach. Um, God still was like, Hey, I'm going to be faithful to you because you're still my son at the end of the day. And this is before even the law of grace has come in. Okay. Before Jesus literally even was like, Hey, there's no condemnation now, like new rules. There was condemnation back then. That was how it worked. Like you screwed up and it was like off with your head. Like it was obey, disobey. Like that was the, that, those were the rules back then. And yet God is still literally so faithful to David. So like whatever you think that God's not going to forgive you for, that's a lie. He's got your back. And here's a little bit why. Okay. This is David saying this, Lord, Psalm 18, passion translation, Lord, I passionately love you and I'm bonded to you for now. You've become my power. You're as real to me as bedrock beneath my feet, like a castle on a cliff, my forever firm fortress, my mountain of hiding, my pathway of escape, my tower of rescue where none can reach me, my secret shield and strength around me. You are salvation's ray of brightness shining on the hillside. Always the champion of my cause. Always the champion of my cause. So the next time that you feel lonely, the next time that you feel like God's not got your back, Jesus, I thank you that you're the champion of my cause. Like that's, that's an eternal word. That's not going to change based off your circumstances. That's not going to change based off how you feel. Lord, you are the champion of my cause. All I need to do is call to you, verse three, singing to you the praiseworthy God. When I do, I'm safe and sound in you. Somebody can be screaming at you. Somebody can be lying to you. Somebody can be talking behind your back. Somebody can be out to get you. And it says, when I do, all I need to do is call out to you, singing to you the praiseworthy God. When I do, I'm safe and sound in you. That is a word of promise for all of you. 
For when the ropes of death wrapped around me and terrifying torrents of destruction overwhelmed me, next time you're feeling like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I can do this for one more day. Or I'm so incredibly overwhelmed and so confused. I feel like I have no clarity in my life. Okay. Um, when it feels like taking, it says, taking me to death's door to doom's domain, I cried out to you in my distress, the delivering God. And from your temple throne, you heard my troubled cry. My sobs came right into your heart. <sighs> Sometimes I think all of us feel like, oh, there's 7 billion people in the world. Like, God, do you even hear my prayers? Is it even relevant? Like, I'm just one person. There's people who need it more than I do, right? It says, my sobs came right into your heart as you turned your face to rescue me. Like, right? That's how much God loves you. That's how much he cares. That's how much he wants you to feel secure in his arms. That's how much he wants to empower you to be confident, okay? Now, read the rest of this. It's kind of long, so it's like 50 verses, but you can do it, I promise. But it talks about, I underlined all the different ways that it, um, that God used the word power here. Um, and specifically in verses like 31 to, to 40, it says it a ton. It even says um, that he helps you pulverize your enemies to power, powder and cast them into the wind. <laughs> I'm like, yo, people who think God is like this wimpy thing in the sky. <laughs> I'm like, have you read the Bible? It says you've trained me with the weapons of warfare worship. Now I'll descend in the battle with power to chase and conquer my foes. You empower me for victory with your wraparound presence. Your power within me makes me strong to subdue. And by stooping down in gentleness, you strengthened me and made me great. You set me free from captivity. And now I'm standing complete, ready to fight some more. So next time you don't feel complete, I'm standing complete, ready to fight some more. You've placed your armor upon me and defeated my enemies, making them bow low at my feet. You've made them all turn tail and run. For though through you, I've destroyed them all. I'm like, boom, yo, passion translation, amazing. So you can trust yourself. You can trust God, okay? Um, ways that you can do that, be a person of your word. Wake up when you say you're gonna wake up. Do what you say you're gonna do when you say you're gonna do it. Let your yes be yes and your no be no, okay? Number two, set boundaries. Don't just let anyone write your story. We talked about this, okay? If you got a blank page every single day, you got a brand new blank page like this one, okay? Don't let the idiots in your life write your story. Don't let them write your narrative because who controls the narrative controls the war. Okay. Like, no, you go to war for yourself every single day and say, no, I'm actually going to choose to believe in myself and be selective of the people who input into your life because they will shape your life. Okay. Number three, time and habits. I recently, actually, I was just texting somebody this morning. Um, I just reset all the time habits in my life. My coach, um, is helping me with this because he's a rock star at productivity. And I'm not. So um, one thing that I did was I changed not only by writing what I, I need to get done in the day. I do. I am working on being diligent and doing weekly reviews, too, because it helps me a ton. But a big change for me was not only writing down what I need to get done, but also when. So I have time blocks for everything. I check my emails. I check my text messages. I check my Voxer. I check my DMs. And I check my Facebook messages at the same time times every day. I have two chunks and then I have a work block. I have like a client block and I have a sales block on certain days, gym, you know, Bible time, all these things. And it is just so satisfying because I'm so much more productive. So word of the wise, put when you're going to do things, not just what you're going to do. And it'll help a lot. The next, like I um, kind of mentioned before is you need to learn how to be transparent with yourself. That's number four. Um, how much self-reflection are you giving yourself? If you're not, it's going to be really hard to unwrap 
all the things that your brain is inputting every day. We live in the information age and there's so much information that is coming at you at all times, but it's really important to be able to process it or else it actually stunts your growth because you don't even know, um, hey, this is what I could have done better. Hey, this is how my day went. This is how my relationships are going. This is how I'm feeling. This is how my friendships are going. Like if you don't even take time to reflect on those things, you're just going to kind of operate on autopilot. It's going to be very hard for you to create some progress in your life. Um, let's see, have you learned next? Have you learned, this is part of transparency still. Have you learned to be kind, but also honest with yourself? Okay. So when you're being honest, you need to be kind. And when you're being kind, you need to be honest. Okay. That'll provide kind of that grace and truth balance. Um, and are you, if you're struggling with that, how much are you studying the grace of God and his kindness for you? Or do you just think that God is like this militaristic legalistic God who just gave you a book and was like, good luck. You know, that, that's not how God is at all. He's, he wants transparency with you because transparency promotes intimacy, which means into me see, right. And that promotes trust. So that's how you can learn to trust God and also trust yourself. And last but not least, probably my favorite one, you are not your past. Prove to yourself every day that you can be different from the person that you used to be by taking actions that the old you would not have ever taken. I think that is one of the best ways to like punch those lies in the face, punch the devil in the face is specifically take an action that you never would have. A positive action, obviously, one that is in alignment with your goals and dreams. But um, taking those little actions, those little steps are so just like satisfying. And it's one step in front of the other. It's addition, right? Which eventually becomes exponential growth. Not in math, don't take me that literally. Um, but just one foot in front of another, right? Plus one, plus one, plus one, plus one. And then in 30 days, you've made 30 steps. And even if you missed a couple of days, great. Just keep taking a step in front of in front of another. And that's how you build great success. Um, and then the last thing too, amongst you or not your past is I want you guys to strategically place reminders of truth around you. So whether that's in your car and on your mirror, on your desk, in your planner, you know, in your books of like, maybe you hate one subject that you're, that you're studying in school. Maybe you put little affirmations of wisdom and say, you can do this. And you're intelligent on sticky notes within your book, right? Or maybe get a affirming bookmark that you put in there just to remind yourself of the truth, um, to get rid of the reminders of the past and to get, to get rid of those reminders of lies. So those are those five things for today. Just to recap, trusting yourself, setting boundaries, time and habits, transparency and you are not your past. I know that these things, if you put these things together, are going to help you be more confident. Um, I know this is a little bit longer of an episode today, but I know it's really going to bless you guys. And uh, so that I hope that you have an amazing rest of your week and we'll see you next week. If you're ready to take your pageant life to a whole new level, make sure to join us in the powerhouse inner circle where personal development meets pageantry. Each month, for less than the cost of one coaching session with me, you'll get all my best coaching strategies through two live group coaching sessions, a companion guide to make it stick, and a community to grow with during your pageant prep. Head on over to powerhousepageantry.com forward slash inner circle to learn more and to see if there's a spot for you. Finally, thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. I know life is busy and that you may be listening on your commute, at the gym, or while cooking in between classes. We love helping you unlock the winner within you. And if you love this podcast, it would mean the world to us if you'd subscribe. 
If this episode really hit home for you, don't hesitate to let us know on Instagram by screenshotting this episode and sharing it to your story or by texting it to that one friend who really needs to hear this. It's all about spreading sisterhood and helping other powerhouse women like yourself grow. And remember, if you're ready to go all in on your pageant prep and to link arms with other achievers who want to win their pageants and win in life, our powerhouse inner circle could be the place for you. For questions, to work with us, or for topics you'd like us to cover, email info at powerhousepageantry.com and we'll be in touch. Thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next week.